Wednesday morning. Rise and shine. Hope you guys are having a great week. We're almost to Friday. Today, I want to talk a little bit about confidence. That topic has come up more this week than I think any other topic. Right there, right above time management. So today we're going to talk about confidence in life, at work, a little bit of both. Right, we're going to talk about your voice, your speech, why your words matter, your body language, your appearance, work ethic, confidence, all that good stuff. Sit back, relax, enjoy, and let's get better. You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. So confidence, big topic. I get asked that a lot. And I think there's a lot that goes along with that. I think there's inner critic stuff. There's outside influence stuff that kind of directs us in our days. But today we're going to talk about confidence and showing your confidence at work and life in general, right? Demonstrating confidence in your work setting is an important element of being successful, right? In most workplaces, you're involved with multiple people on any given day, such as your supervisor, other managers, various coworkers. You likely want to not only appear as if you know what you're doing, but you actually want to know what you're doing. So how do you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis, right? How do you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis really That's how it demonstrates to those around you what kind of worker you are, what kind of person you are. There's going to be times when you'll have to ask others for assistance with tasks or even assign them to special projects to other people. It's during those exchanges that you'll especially want to show others your confidence, right? Because you want to show them that you're doing your best job possible. How can you ensure that you demonstrate confidence at work? Well, this episode provides many tips about using your voice, your words, body language, appearance, in ways that reflect confidence. Also, you learn the importance of having a strong work ethic and using honesty and tact with others. There's a concept. Finally, paying attention and identifying what you believe about yourself and designing who you want to be to complete the picture of how you can successfully display your confidence at work and life in general. So first we're going to talk about your voice, speech, your words, all that matters. 
Everything about how you communicate with others illustrates who you are and your feeling about them and even yourself. When it comes to your work arena, your voice, speech, words, that all demonstrates how well you get along with other people. So I want you to learn to take advantage of these aspects to showcase your level of confidence. I want you to keep these points in mind when communicating at the office, especially. Use your voice to show self-assurance. That's number one. Having a pleasant tone of voice, even in stressful situations, shows that you can stay calm. A friendly tone will make you appear much more approachable to others, which is an important element of confidence. See, your voice volume is also important. Although it's helpful to speak at a level that others can hear, projecting too loudly is rarely the best plan, I promise. Actually, it can be wise to lower your voice when you're saying something important, believe it or not, as it tends to obtain others' attention. You'll notice people leaning in toward you when you drop your voice and the volume. Okay? Next is your speech, especially your word choice. That has an impact on people. Confident people choose words that indicate that they have at least a basic understanding of grammar. How the best way to get their ideas across. I know some people have idols that they look up to, bosses they look up to, but the ones that cuss a lot, use the F word, other choice words. I don't agree with that being the best choice because it almost shows a weakness. I know people think it's cool because Gary Vaynerchuk does it. But actually, that's kind of a poor way to communicate. Not to say that I haven't let a few words go on this podcast. And I have those words in my vocabulary. I just don't use them to make a point when I'm trying to get people to rally. Okay. We want to speak in concise, complete sentences. Okay, so you might be thinking, of course, I talk in whole sentences. Well, you may be surprised when you really listen to bits of your own conversation. Focus on expressing a complete, concise idea to your coworkers, friends, family, when you're providing your ideas or your instructions. Right? Just like I said a second ago, you don't use slang or colorful language. Although you may be tempted to occasionally use a curse word or some slang, especially when you're frustrated, you'll come across kind of like you're in a relaxed control if you keep your responses at work more tactful and dignified. Decide to be straightforward without using unsavory language, basically. If you find yourself feeling frustrated or angry, take notice of that. Stay in touch with your feelings, especially at the office or when you're interacting with coworkers or, or family. Avoid allowing negative feelings to overflow into the uh, you know other people during certain, you know, stressful situations, especially. The safest way to express a feeling is to say something like, um, I find myself feeling frustrated about this project. I need some time to get my thoughts together about it, and then I'll get back to you, okay? How about we reconvene here in a little while or this afternoon? Showing you can handle your feelings in an appropriate way indicates confidence, regardless of what other people say. Thinking before speaking is always your best option. You'll find yourself, you know, your ability to access relevant thoughts and suggestions increase vastly 
when you give yourself some time to thoroughly consider the options involved in a work project or a stressful family situation. Your communication skills can help you rise above any challenge, anything, especially at work. How you speak to others demonstrates that you believe in yourself and know how to best deal with a stressful situation and your coworkers will rally around you. Vince Lombardi used to say, confidence is contagious. And so is a lack of confidence. Now, to go along with your language, your body has a language also. Your body language and appearance project how you feel about yourself and others. Your body language and appearance are as important as verbal communication skills in demonstrating self-confidence and assurance. Why do you ask? It's a great question. The way you move your body, the way you stand, the way you sit, the way you lean forward or tilt your head, that all provides clues regarding how you feel about yourself and others and in tough situations. Your clothes and personal hygiene also reflect confidence or lack of it, especially at the office. So you want to kind of take some of these tips here. Take a look. Apply some of them to ensure that you evoke the highest amount of confidence at work. First, you want to stand tall. Being a, a, a sloucher, terrible. Having your shoulders hunched forward or your head cast downward, are that's super unhelpful when it comes to radiating confidence. Straighten your spine up, man. Hold your shoulders back. Lift your chin up a bit. You'll feel much more assured from the inside, plus you'll project confidence to the world around you. Next, I want you to avoid turning your back to people whenever possible. Sometimes showing you have confidence is as simple as practicing good manners. Taking actions, like turning your body slightly towards someone who ought to be included in your discussion shows that you're self-assured as well. A little helpful tip there. Next, this is a no-brainer, but man, it's a tough one because I run into it a lot. I'm in a lot of businesses, a lot of companies. I'm in the company of a lot of people. And personal hygiene, I think some folks semi kind of forget to put that on the list. So I want you to have excellent personal hygiene. Even though you likely engage in a daily routine of hygiene, it's always a good idea to review it to ensure that you're looking your best and smelling your best. Recognize that when you are speaking directly to others at work, you're usually within three or four feet of them. So appearing well-groomed, that shows like confidence. Something as simple as hair, your hair, right? Choose a neat looking haircut demonstrates that you care about how you look and you're consistent with self-care. Clean hair smells incredible, looks good. and helps you feel great about the way you look. I see people that come to work, honestly, that don't comb their hair. It's pretty tacky. It's not cool. Next, you want to make sure that your clothing counts. And when you go shopping, look for pieces that will go with other pieces you already have at home. 
look for higher quality clothing for it. You know, it lasts longer and it looks sharper. Right. You probably heard the, ex the expression clothes make the man. When it comes to confidence, clothes are an important part of the equation. Right. Now, listen to me. It's not the cost or the name brand of your clothing that helps you feel and appear confident. Okay. It's the cleanliness, the quality, and the look and the style that you're trying to portray. Doesn't matter how much it costs. Just look put together like you care. Shoes are important as well. Have you ever seen somebody look absolutely freaking rock star fantastic and then look down at their shoes only to notice like they have like these sawed off, noticeably worn uneven heels or their toes are all scuffed up and unpolished, right? Consider your shoes as the like foundation of your look. Check your heels and the shoe's surface. If they need washed or polished, take care of it. Include a quick examination of your shoes before you walk out the door. Have one of those nifty little sponge polishers right there. That's what I do. It's important to keep your shoes looking nice. When you pay attention to your body language and your appearance, you'll notice that you feel better about yourself. Right? As your own opinion of how you look changes and becomes more positive, it contributes greatly to your feelings of self-confidence. When you feel confident, you project confidence. You project those feelings out to others. Next. We want to talk about work ethic and confidence. What kind of worker are you? Are you proud of the effort that you put in at work? These elements add up to your work ethic. Interestingly, your work ethic is closely connected to your level of self-assurance. You want to sharpen your work ethic and pump up the confidence. If you want to do that, here's a couple suggestions. Show up on time or even a few minutes early. There's a concept. When you're the early bird, you have time to set up your workstation so you can start the day in an organized, thoughtful fashion without being rushed. Next, we want to remain at work for the whole day. Avoid leaving early or even five or ten minutes early. Right? Your supervisors and your coworkers notice this. Someone's got to be the leader, man. The pace of the pack is set by the speed of the leader. Volunteer to do projects no one else wants to do. Right? Although you may not have considered it, nothing shows your confidence like stepping in to fill kind of like a vacuum at work. Challenging yourself keeps you sharp and learning new things all the time. Plus, your boss will begin looking to you for your knowledge and skills. And when that happens, your self-confidence goes through the roof. When you constantly are looking forward to volunteering for projects, you'll gain wonderful experience, A, that makes you more valuable, and you'll also gain some great information to list on your resume. Avoid being afraid to show a lack of knowledge. It's okay. Let your supervisor know that when you or he or she asks you to complete a certain project, that although you're unfamiliar with that subject matter, 
that you're willing to do the research to get up to speed. Nothing shows confidence like revealing when you lack information while showing a willingness to go the extra mile and gain that knowledge. And lastly, treat all your coworkers with respect. I'm in a lot of companies. I see a lot of shit. And it sucks. Regardless of your personal feelings about someone, it's important to be equally kind and understanding toward every individual you come in contact with at work. From the janitor, lot porter, secretaries, cashiers, it doesn't matter. A solid work ethic will benefit you throughout the course of your life, for sure. You'll have pride in your work, which is closely connected with a healthy self-confidence. When you feel confident, those you work with will see it. We're going to talk about some other tips in the next couple episodes. We're going to be talking about honesty. Okay, that'll be coming up the next episode. You don't want to miss that one. Honesty intact goes a long way for self-assurance as well. You guys take care. Be safe. Sell a bunch. Say something nice to somebody. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.